This is No Pink Spandex, episode 144, for Monday, June 11, 2012. Brought to you by Podcast Sentai Power Rangers, an enduring podcast about everyone's favorite costume heroes. United from distant corners of the earth, Nyan and Colton review series of all tastes. With their trusty Ward Matthew, they also bring Common Rider into the fray. Check it out at podcastsentai.wordpress.com. Lisa J here and we have got another interview with a very special guest. He is the one that is behind, I don't want to say controversy, because you know we have been waiting for these Power Rangers DVDs sent for eons, <laughs> like like since we were born, okay? Yes. So <laughs> Before uh, there were DVDs. Before there were DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> so we are here with uh, producer Brian Ward from Shout Factory. Hello, Brian. Hello. How are you? <laughs> We're good. How are you? I'm doing very well. And so um, before we get into nitty gritty, just give us a brief background of Shout Factory, you know, for those who don't know. Shout Factory. Oh, I, perfect. We were started by the same guys who founded Rhino Records. Um, so if anyone was familiar with Rhino, uh, and the quality of work that they, that they, uh, you know, used to do, then, then you definitely know our company were sort of founded and, and based on, uh, sort of selling you all the things you grew up on, but never quite outgrew. Uh, mm. so it's all nostalgia. Um, well, maybe not all nostalgic. I mean, we're, we're getting into a lot more contemporary stuff now as well, where we've been lucky enough to get some really great relationships with various um tv studios and and uh and even movie studios and uh you know so we'll do everything from uh 50s kids television box sets to um i guess a couple of years ago i did a 37 disc box set for uh the complete series of leave it to beaver wow. um and then uh and then we'll also do stuff from the 80s you know I, we did the the g1 transformers uh complete series uh, gi joe and then we're doing stuff from today, you know, the middleman just a couple of years ago. And, uh, you know, a lot of just really cool, my so-called life, uh, sports night, freaks nice. and geeks. My so-called life. Ooh, I love that show. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, like it's, night. it's basically, it's basically like, you know, I, I grew up on television. I then came to this company who very much appreciates people who grew up on television. And so, you know, it's like everything I've ever wanted to work on, I've now gotten an opportunity to put my hands on in some way. It's mm. amazing. Oh. And so, yeah, but... and so, what's your exact role at Shout Factory? My exact role? Uh, well, it's it's unique because if I were working for Warner Brothers uh, or Sony or someone, you know, a much bigger studio, um, I would be doing one of the ten things I do at Shout. Um, Shout Factory is a small indie label. Um, so instead of just producing bonus features, like some DVD producers will do, I produce all the bonus features, but then I also tell my menu designers what I want the menus to look like. I decide how many episodes go onto what discs I decide. Um, you know, I literally write, uh, every word of packaging that isn't written by a guest, you know, essayist or, or someone like that. Uh, so all that back of box copy that's, you know, awkward to read and very salesman like, you know, <laughs> I, you know, you have me to thank. So, you, you know, it's it's really unique because I, I feel like I, I've had my hand in so much, um, even going so far as I'm certainly not the art director, but on shows that I know better than a number of other people, 
those people might come to me and ask me what characters should we have on the front? What should we have, you know, happening? Um, and in some cases it might be as simple as, yeah, use that photo for the front cover. And then in other cases, it might be so far as to like sketch out the front cover for them. Um, and, and I don't want that to sound like I, I do everything um, because we're actually a really well um, acquainted company. I, I, no, no two departments are afraid of one another. You know, we're, we're all right there in it together and the entire thing is a team, team effort. How did you come upon to be the producer for the Power Rangers uh, DVDs? Like what, what was the initial, did Saban approach you guys? Did you approach Saban? What, how did that happen? The day after it uh, went out into the trades that Saban Brands had reacquired uh, the Power Rangers from Disney, we reached out. Nice. Um, you know, it, it, was, it was literally, we read it in the trade, uh, home video business or, or, you know, one of those, Variety or, or something. And, and the very next day, we made first contact. Um, you know, and, and it was, it's been a very, I mean, as you guys know, they've owned they've had the the rights for a couple of years now so mm. it's been a long process but not to say that any any bit of it was negative it's just these deals take forever and a day to do and this one took about two years to, to put together and um we're so happy with with everything that's come out of it so far now are you a fan of power rangers I've become a fan of power rangers quite a bit i'm i'm 34 years old um so i when it premiered in 93, I had already sort of gotten, I, I was in high school. I was a couple years away from graduating. I was playing high school football at the time. So I wasn't rushing home after school to watch TV series like I had done with G1 Transformers and G.I. Joe. Um, I was now staying after school in school plays and and doing football and and stuff like that. So I was not as familiar with it. Um, as some of my friends were. Now, that being said, I always understood it. I always appreciated it. I just didn't have my VCR set to record it every day. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and then it became this powerhouse. And I felt like, you know, it's sort of like uh, jumping into Lost uh, three seasons in. I sort of felt like I was behind, uh, <laughs> you know, already. So, um, so, yeah, I never, for whatever reason, I never could find the opportunity to get into it. So when Shout acquired the deal, uh, it became very clear immediately that I would be the one doing it because I don't know how well people know Shout Factory products, but um, I do the geeky stuff. Okay. Um, I am 100% geek, nerd, you know. <laughs> I get fandom more than anybody gets fandom. So... Um, you know, I, it, it was certainly going to be a project of mine. And, uh, and I was really happy about that because it finally gave me the opportunity to sort of really dive in. And, um, you know, of these first seven seasons that we've produced, I've seen every episode. Nice. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I've, I've read enough on the board to know that you would have to really understand the fandom to put up with some of that stuff that I uh, read. <laughs> yeah, you know, a little... It's funny, though, because I will say this about Shout, and it's something that, that is better than any other company that I've – forget that I've ever worked for, that I've ever seen. Because 
um, you can't find anyone else who's willing to open themselves up to uh, not only fans of the company, but also, you know, people who have criticisms and people who have notes for, you know, how things could be made better. And, and to be perfectly honest, um, I've always said that we would be absurd not to listen to people who really have legitimately good ideas. And uh, so we've embraced the fans. We've got a community on our forum, uh, you know, on our website. Um, and, uh, and that website is, is, you know, being revamped uh, here within the next little bit. So the community will even be even better. Um, and I'm there just about every day answering questions. And that's anything from like something we've acquired and announced to taking suggestions. So if there's a TV show you still want to see or a movie you still want to see, you can come to the shoutfactory.com community and you can let us know and then we'll interact with you. Um, you know, pretty straightforward and, you know, we're, we're pretty open. Um, and if for no other reason, then like I said, I didn't grow up watching Power Rangers. So I don't know the things that are sort of no brainer bonus materials like you guys do. I see. Right. So I would be dumb not to listen to what would make your set the definitive box set for you. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not to blow smoke, but I remember when it was announced that Shout had the right to the Power Rangers, I was genuinely excited because I know from the Transformers DVDs that that's exactly what you're all about. I was such a big fan of Beast Wars, and I had the original Rhino copies, and then I rebought them again on with the Shout because it's such an important series to me, and I know you guys really take the time to put that extra stuff in. So it's a big deal to me. I... I... You know, I, I got uh, this job basically, um, I mean, I was managing a DVD store. And so I got to know the people who came in every single week who spent their paychecks on DVDs. And, and, uh, and it, it became one of those things where, you know, I was spending my own paycheck every week on DVDs. So um, to this day, I won't buy many DVDs um, if they don't have bonus material. Um, mm -hmm. Not because I'm some sort of snob, but I just feel like, you know, if I, I, I could own the movie on VHS if I wanted to, I'm, I'm in it for the bonus stuff. Like, I, I really want to see that stuff. And, and uh, retrospectives, you know, make it that much better. So we like to give fans that kind of stuff. So, you know, and it is bonus stuff. I mean, we, we understand you're here for the show. Um, and if you want to watch the bonus features, you certainly can. Uh, we want to make sure you've got them. So yeah, I, I know I'm as sorry. soon. As, oh, I'm sorry. I was just gonna say, I know as soon as, as soon as the DVDs come out, the first thing I'm gonna do is watch all the bonus material, watch <laughs> the episodes later. Well, the That's good news I'm... is, it's, it's, there's a shorter amount of bonus material than there are episodes, so you just go ahead and knock <laughs> yeah. that out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's the exact process of? Um, I mean, like you after you got finally finalized deals. So, like, what's the process of putting together these DVDs? What do you have to go through? Well, we have a big meeting, a big launch meeting, where um, basically I'm given a couple of weeks to sort of immerse myself in it. And usually that doesn't mean as much watching every episode as it means I, I might watch an episode or two, but then um, I'll do a lot of online research. And uh, we'll learn everything as simple as, you know, who the, the stars of the show are, to the characters, to the general plot line, um, how many episodes per season, etc., um, because we are such a small label and, and we are putting out so much stuff at one time 
not everyone can sit down and watch every episode. Um, and, and so they really rely on those people who do know the show to really drive the launch of it. So we'll all get together and, and put together this launch meeting where I essentially introduce um, everyone from marketing, sales, art, um, you know, and all those folks to, to what the show is about. We'll show clips. We'll um, really sort of start to strategize um, what it is we're going to do. At that point, I am then charged with uh, getting masters from the licensor, in this case, Saban Brands. And um, the folks over there have been fantastic because from day one, it was like, yeah, what can we get you? And um, they immediately went to the vaults. They immediately gave me everything I needed and, um, and then allowed me access to those vaults later. So it's like, look, if you find something you want for bonus material and, and I haven't given it to you, let me know what it is and I'll go and look for it if we've got it, you know, whatever. Um, so once we figure out how many discs we're going to do, in some cases we'll do a full season, which is usually like a four disc set. In this case, it would have been a six disc set, set, which is a little hefty for retailers today to take. Um, you know, re retail in general is sort of driven by price point. And if they can't sell a certain box set to people for a certain price, they don't want it. Mm -hmm. so that kind of meant to us well we need to have a box set for a certain price in order to get it into stores which meant we had to break it up into half volume sets so three discs each for the first season you know and so on um that being said we knew you guys were out there and we <laughs> knew that that there were fans that would want if not a complete series set because let's be honest that's 19 seasons yeah. Uh, if not a complete series set, then we wanted to give you chunks, you know, big chunks. Okay. Um, right. And something that made it a collectible value, something that we could put bonus material on uh, for those diehard fans who grew up with it. And uh, so we, we came up with this 40 disc set idea, which then I have to go and break up into which season gets how many discs, how many episodes can I fit onto a disc. Um, I then assign it to a, a DVD authoring house who is in charge of encoding and menu design and all of that. We, we sit down and we discuss the menus and, uh, yeah, all the while I'm getting in touch with people for bonus features. So it's, it's a long winded answer to what should be a very simple question, but there's a lot of work that goes into it. Right. And so you mentioned that you guys decided to do, you know, for, us the fans like us to do like big chunks so yes. um are so like we're you know we're getting money morphing through the lost galaxy so are we going to be seeing you know um what comes out the lost galaxy again yes so yeah. are we gonna get, like a light speed through rpm that that was we're gonna get that's the hope and the dream um i mean uh, you know i say that very flippantly but but the truth is i can't i can't say at the moment okay. um and and really Really, the reason why is because I legitimately don't know. Um, our plan is to release everything that you've seen that we've got access to. Um, obviously, Samurai and Super Samurai belong to another company right now, so you know we won't be releasing that. That's fine. Uh, they can have them. Yeah, we don't care about you know, right away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and so it's like 
you know, but but we're, we've got access to everything else and we want to release it on DVD. And to be perfectly honest, when it comes to Power Rangers, because it's got a 19 year history, 20, it's going on to 20 years right now. Because it's got this 20 year history, you've got various generations who may have never even seen Mighty Morphin. They grew up right. with Lightspeed Rescue. So it would be absurd for us not to go after those folks just as hard as we go after, you know, the Mighty Morphin fans. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I'll be honest. And even I mean, the Turbo fans. Yeah, even the Turbo fans. Exactly. And the Wild Force fans. Right. <laughs> And I mean, honestly, like that was one of the things that was really sort of kind of shocking, honestly, hearing about because it was one thing to say, OK, we're going to have oh the first season, you know, as, as a single release. But to say it's Mighty Morphin all the way to Lost Galaxy, that was sort of a big deal, because one of my chief concerns whenever these kinds of DVDs are announced is like, OK, we're going to get the first season, maybe the second season and then. <laughs> you know, right. are we ever going to get to my favorite season or whoever's favorite season? Well, you know? And that's the thing. It, it's dictated by retail usually. I mean, it's right. one of those things where it, it's funny because uh, if you go onto our forum or any number of other home theater forums, they're very quick to blame us. They're very quick to say, oh, Shout Factory abandoned this, this series. Mm. And really what it comes down to is we didn't at all. In fact, we took a pretty big risk in some cases by even taking the deals that we are because of we know that there's a cult fan base out there for them that isn't necessarily wide retail. But it really comes down to retail. Um, if Best Buy, Target, Walmart, Amazon don't think they'll sell, they don't buy. And if they don't buy, we can't afford to create them. Um, so it really sort of comes down to if season one didn't sell well, Best Buy remembers and they're like, mm -hmm. why would we, why would we order that? We, season one's still sitting in, sitting in our shelves. Right. And so we really need shows to perform. I can't imagine that, um, a TV series as iconic as Power Rangers won't sell. And I think that's why we went into the plunge and decided we're going to do this 40 disc set. We know it's going to be expensive to the average fan, but we also know that, that those average fans, the, the casual fans who may have remembered Mighty Morphin aren't necessarily going to shell out 200 bucks to buy this set. They're going to buy the, the $20 set that comes out you know, with three discs on them, and, and so we want to make sure everyone is happy. We don't want the Mighty Morphin fans to not get the rest of Mighty Morphin mm -hmm. just because season one volume one didn't necessarily sell at best buy all right yeah and yeah, so I mean... so and so here's my question though you have um you have uh because like like tristan said i mean yes we've been down this road before okay <laughs> where we yes. have been promised oh well you know volume one two three four we're gonna get five volumes yeah. or something and it doesn't happen and then yeah. and then of course yeah. you know retailers but i mean like Holy crap. Yeah, there's... Did you finish volume five? I mean, can you at least finish that season? <laughs> there like, are so oh, many word. seasons out there where we have like 15 episodes. Yeah. Just yeah. that. And then they just, just stop. stops. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this much right now. Um, there is no chance that you're not getting what we've announced. You know, it's, it, mm -hmm. I have seen companies that have been like season one coming out in March season two coming out in April, you know, or whatever. And then April comes around and you never see it. Right. Um, everything you're getting season one through seven is currently available. 
you know, or, or you know, it's available for pre-order over at Time Life. Um, you know, uh, you can you can get one through seven, and those are guaranteed to you. Eight through nineteen, <laughs> we'll we'll see uh, how everything does. But I think I, I can tell you right now, um, I don't think I'll be resting for very long before I <laughs> jump right back in. Do you think you guys are getting undercut? by Netflix because a lot of times you know I you know we post on the website like oh okay you know these seasons are available and they're like oh I'm gonna buy DVDs I can just watch Netflix so (sighs) do you guys feel like you're in competition with them no uh I mean you know it's funny because we're not so much in competition with them um in some cases in this particular case Mighty Morphin was already, or, or Power Rangers in general, were already available at Netflix. So that's not something that we did. But but if you go to Netflix and you watch Transformers G1 right now, um, we're the ones who gave it to them. So uh, hmm. Netflix, the same way that Best Buy uh, or Amazon buys from us, Netflix does. So, you know, we enter into deals where, you know, in this, you know we're, I, I'm sure we're making, you know, a little bit of money every time someone clicks on Netflix to to watch Transformers G1, you know, every episode you, you watch, you're actually helping us. Um, and it actually makes Netflix want to work with us more. So they want more of our catalog. And if we've got those digital rights, we give it to them. So, um, no, I think the two work hand in hand. I, I do think that it's considerably easier for people to go to Netflix, but I'll tell you right now, I stream on Netflix all the time. I, I stream through my, my PS3. Um, and there's still no question that I would go out to a store and buy something if it's something I wanted to own on my shelf. Right. Cause I'm sorry. I've watched some of the Netflix, you yeah. know, and, and okay. So with Zio, can, can we, it looks terrible. Like it looks like, <laughs> I mean, I was watching VHS again. I'm just like, are, are we like, <laughs> please, can you please? Yeah. I mean, it all, it all depends on, and, it, it all depends on, on connection speeds and, and bandwidth and, and unfortunately, there's a finite amount of bound- bandwidth. So even if you've got 100% connective, uh, you know, connectivity on your, you know, your computer and your home network, that doesn't necessarily mean that not everyone in your neighborhood is watching Netflix right now. And that's just going to crush. Nobody's the- watching Netflix in my no. neighborhood. Everybody's old. Look, let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> it, look, like, it really looks like I popped into my, my VHS and was watching. I mean, you know, so like the... Yeah, actually, this is one of the questions, like the quality of of the of the episodes, because some people were concerned that, you know, oh, well, how many episodes are going to be on each disc and is it going to degrade the quality? So what are your yes. answers to that? No, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it won't. Uh, you know, because the thing is, when you're when you're compressing something for streaming, you have to make it a small file size. Um, to do that, you have to compress, uh, the, the video file quite a bit and you can still on your computer screen or even on your television, uh, occasionally you can get a really good picture. Um, but it's only so good. You'll see a lot of macro blocking. You'll see a lot of like light to dark, uh, you know, and, and it, within those shades of light to dark, you'll, you'll see lots of big blocks of digital material. And that's just the nature of streaming right now. Do I think it'll get better? Absolutely. I think you'll absolutely get better picture um, via streaming and internet downloads. Um, it's not there yet. I could take the exact same master that they gave to Netflix 
and I can compress it considerably less and, you know, it'll be DVD quality. Um, and, and it'll look really, really good. Uh, the thing about the number of episodes, and I've explained this on a couple of different boards, um, and I think I've sort of put people's minds to ease. Um, the number of episodes should never be what scares you. Um, the amount of time that those episodes take up is what should scare you. Uh, a standard DVD, um, DVD nine, so a double layer DVD will hold about three and a half hours of content very comfortably. After you go beyond that three and a half hours, that's when you start playing with your encodes and your bit rates and your compression rates. And you've really got to compromise. You've got to, uh, you know, you'll, you'll have higher uh, or I'm sorry, lower bit rates on um, scenes of just two people sitting at a diner talking. But once those two people get into a car and speed away from the bad guys, hmm. your bit rates have to go higher because there's action and there's speed and you need everything to look good. So you'll start, you'll start compromising quality once you get beyond that three and a half hour period. Um, in the case of Mighty Morphin especially, we're dealing with TV shows, and I think that this is probably the benefit of having developed a show around a TV series that had already been popular in Japan. Uh, they were creating very short episodes. Um, in fact, probably shorter than any TV series I've ever seen per episode. Um, typically, a, a TV series of that time period would have been somewhere between 22, 23 minutes, mm -hmm. um, give or take. Mm -hmm. uh, these shows on average, run somewhere between 18 and 20 minutes. Yeah. So there would have been a lot more commercial time on at 4.30 in the afternoon on Fox Kids uh, in 1993. You would, have, you would have seen more commercials because those shows were actually running about 18 to 19 minutes. Um, on a long end, they might run 20. They might get so far as to go 21. But, but as you can see, even if you take into account you know, let's say a 20 minute, let's just say all we're putting 10 episodes onto a disc. And let's just say you've got all 10 of those are exactly 20 minutes. Well, you're only looking at 200 minutes of time. So there's wiggle room. Um, there's, there's breathing room for those encodes. They don't look bad at all because we haven't hit that three and a half hour mark yet. Okay. Okay. Cause people were worried. They were up in arms. They were about to come for your head. Just saying. No, no worries. No worries. <laughs> and it wouldn't be the first time. We we've we've quelled the the hordes before. Uh, and I think once they see the product, uh, they'll they'll get it and they'll um, you know they won't be so nervous. All right. So let's let's dive into this product, shall we? Because you know we keep mentioning these bonus features. Yeah. And we don't have any. You don't have any. Oh, well, you know that's the end of our show, kids. Um. <laughs> a, See you next time. No, um, so yeah, let, you know, what kind of bonus features we got? Come on. You know, it's just the four of us. Well, yeah. Just, yeah, just, <laughs> the four, just the four of us. Um, we've got, uh, Shout Factory is pretty well known at this point for doing, um, for finding archival stuff. Um, and then at the same time, pairing it with brand new featurettes. Um, my favorite part of the job, bar none, is to sit down and watch a featurette that um, my editors just finished compile, you know, putting together using footage that we've shot with cast, crew, creators, fans, um, you know, and all those folks. So 
I'll sit down and watch those featurettes 10 times. In some cases, it's because I have to. But in other cases, it's simply because um, it's so much fun to listen to someone talk about what it was like doing this thing 20 years ago um, and remembering the good times and remembering the camaraderie and the the family that they created. Um, And we've got a lot of that here. Just on this uh, this 40-disc set, you're going to have um, six different uh, featurettes that we've created, um, focusing on different aspects of the show. Um, you know, it's not all just, well, I got the part and then I went to work. (laughs) I mean, it's, it's some really good, um, some really good, uh, material there when we focus on everything from the creation of the show to, um, the casting of the show to, uh, the stunt team. Um, and, uh, and the good news is um, I don't just see this as a 40-disc set. I sort of see it as the beginning of uh, sort of a 19 or 20 to, you know, season set where I've still got stuff in my head for stuff that we can put onto future volumes knowing that uh, there's going to be a great opportunity to have lots of stories told uh, from lots of different perspectives. Um, so there's that. Uh, but then we've also got, um, some archival stuff and, and I don't know how much I'm allowed to talk about in terms of what you'll, you'll physically see on there. But I'll tell you right now that, um, when I went to rangerboard.com and, uh, is it rangercrew.com, um, the wish list looked mm. eerily similar to what I was holding in my hand. Oh, wow. Uh, I mean, it was, it was, it was pretty eerie. I mean, it was just kind of like, really? I don't have to go looking for anything? Um, <laughs> wow. That being said, there's at least one thing that I have in my hand that I won't tell you what it is that no one has mentioned. Hmm. Um, and I'm not entirely sure it's because anyone knows it exists. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, so, uh, now, interesting. Now, you know that this is an edited show. So, <laughs> if you want to tell us, do I, do I get final cut of the edited show? Yes, you do. So, if uh-huh. if you want to tell us, I'll tell you. I'll tell you that it'll be fun to find. <laughs> it'll be fun mm-hmm. to find. Well, yeah. it, what is it? Easter eggs? What? What is this? <laughs> I like. I like surprises. I like. I like <laughs> Easter eggs. I see. I see. Mm. I was gonna say, do you, can you say if there's any commentaries? There aren't any commentaries. Um, I, I will, I, and I'll tell you, I'll, I'll explain why. Um, actually, it's for a number of reasons. One is, was timing. Um, it's, it's surprisingly difficult to get a number of these people to sit down um, and talk. And, and it's one of those things where I, I sort of feel like in this particular situation, it's better to do an on-camera interview than an audio commentary because of a number of reasons. One, one, let's be honest, everybody wants to see what people look like today. But, um, the, the other thing is, um, they're so personable that, and a lot of that comes through on camera and it doesn't necessarily come through in an audio commentary and the question then becomes, do I put people together? And if I put people together, I've now got to find a, an adequate schedule that gets two or more people together into a, a studio uh, to record these, these sessions. Um, but then I, the other sort of logistical problem is, what are they going to talk about? And 
I, I say that because um, a lot of things, you know, a number of things that people don't necessarily understand, I realize you guys probably do, is that they were shooting these things three and four episodes at a time mm-hmm. in, in clusters. So uh, if you sit down and show someone an episode, they don't necessarily remember that episode because they don't necessarily remember when they shot it. Um, and so it becomes a little more difficult to do sort of an episode specific commentary. Um, we could have just three people sitting into sitting in a room reminiscing. Um, but then you're only doing it for like 18 minutes versus 22, 23, 24. So you're almost kind of limited there. Uh, the question sort of becomes in a 30 disc volume or a 30, uh, episode volume or in a 60 episode volume, or in the case of a 40 disc set, how many commentaries is enough without getting repetitive or without it being a bunch of people just sort of blowing sunshine? Um, because as a producer, there are very little things that that's sort of more annoying. Well, as a fan, there's there's very little more annoying than, um, God, they were great. Do you remember that? Do you, oh, <laughs> I love that. I love that moment where they, they just kind of smile that way. You know, it's, it's <laughs> sort of like... You know, and I get it, um, but in the case of something that's contemporary, they may have just finished making this movie six months ago, and they've got something fresh to say about the making of the movie, and something that that was made 20 years ago, um, they can remember very little about specific episodes of 330-some-odd episodes. Right, right. Uh, so commentaries, it just sort of becomes a logistical thing. Um, and I realize that people want to hear them. Um, but I promise that there are some really excellent stories um, on the, the featurettes. Yeah, because, I mean, that was my question is that, um, you know, it well, very re- I don't I don't. I don't want to toot my own horn or anything. But, I mean, <laughs> you know, the you have the cast and crew who have been you know, going to different conventions and really reaching out to fans and, you know, there've been videos of them and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so when you brought up like, okay, well you got with the stunt crew and, you know, the casting crew, you know, it's like, I was like, okay, you know, one of my questions was answered because I was just afraid that, you know, it was going to be one of these like generic, like, yeah, you know, 20 years ago, that was really long time. And yeah, it was such a big phenomenon. Like we've heard that a million times. <laughs> <laughs> I will, I, I will be very honest, though. You guys sort of have uh, – it's sort of a double-edged sword. Um, you guys have been fans, fans for 20 years. Um, there is very little you don't know about this show already. Um, so there's very little that I could give you that, that you've not heard. And it's because of things like Power Morphicon or Comic-Con or WonderCon or, or you know whatever – Anytime Jason David Frank shows up to a convention and tells stories that you've now heard, if he then tells me on camera, you're going to say to yourself, I heard that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the, the good news for some fans is they haven't. Um, right. and, and I think it's because they don't all get the opportunity to go to the conventions. They don't all necessarily think to look uh, on up, YouTube. You know, YouTube. Um, you know, so you guys are certainly at kind of a self-inflicted disadvantage because you've exposed yourselves to every possible thing you could over the course of 20 years. Um, and, and suddenly, well, and really it's just been in the last few years with the internet being as big as it is and as, as widely accessible, um, you know, all the content is being, you know, dumped onto YouTube. 
So, um, so yeah, people who have been thirsty for this information over the past couple of years have kind of gotten it. That being said, there are things that people are hearing, uh, things that we've heard on, on some of these featurettes, talking to some of these people um, that I know haven't really been discussed uh, at panel. So I think there's a little bit out there for everybody, but I also will say that the people who go to the, the forums on a regular basis have probably heard a lot of stories, mm -hmm. um, you know, some of which may be repeated here. But you know what there is there is one thing that we wouldn't have heard and there's a certain pink ranger that you know has not been you know in the Power Ranger fandom as uh, you know in a while. So if you had her just say I will say there isn't a single person I didn't reach out to. Okay. Like another question was it was reported on TV shows on DVD that the packaging would have been like Oh, yeah. they're just gonna put it in a box and there you go. Seasons thrown into a box. <laughs> and, and that being said, I, I think um, David Lambert, who actually is a really great uh, writer. I mean, the guy knows his stuff. Uh, TV shows on DVD is actually one of our favorite sites to go to. Um, I mean, we don't have any kind of you know professional relationship with them, you know, whatever. But they are really good about finding good material and sort of creating news stories out of it. And you know, w we certainly make sure they get all the news. Um, you know, so that they can post it on there. It's an incredibly popular site. So he wasn't entirely wrong. I mean, unfortunately, I think some of the miscommunication that came from uh, the the fact that we're doing this between ourselves and with Time Life was a little different. So, um, no, it's not going to be seven seasons thrown into a cardboard box with bubble wrap and an action figure. Um, <laughs> Anyone who knows Shout Factory knows that's not our style. So um, it it is it's broken up into two two big collections essentially. It's broken up into Mighty Morphin, and it's broken up into season four through seven, and um, and each one of those volumes has a beautiful um, collectible slipcase. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it is beautiful the way that they've been done uh -huh. Good, I wanna, when will we fancy see this, on my shelf when will we see the art <laughs> when would, when is the art coming when are we going to be able to see what i'm you know because august is a long time when if everything <laughs> if everything that i've been told is correct don't blink Ooh. um you know i it's it's coming very very soon so um i i will say that that you know, um, something that a lot of people may not understand is is we're not 100% done with the sets. Um, that's not to say that that there's anything wrong with it. We're actually very much on schedule. Um, it's just the turnaround time for this is not nearly as great. Since we're doing it through Time Life, and, and that sort of answers another question that we've been asked a lot is why did we decide to go through Time Life? Um, if we decided to go through retail, for starters, they wouldn't have taken a 40-disc set. Um, but if if we decided to go through uh, retail, uh, the time that that they would need to get those collections in stores um, is considerably greater uh, because we're doing it direct to consumer through uh, the Time Life campaign. We've actually got a little more time to produce these. Uh, and in some cases, that means we need a little more time with the artwork or a little more time with bonus features or, or a QC of 40 discs worth of content. Um, 
And, uh, you know, we're, we're happy to have that time. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think on, it may have been Thursday, Thursday or Friday of, of this, you know, previous week, um, we just got everything finalized, um, and, and a hundred percent approved by all parties involved, um, when it comes to the packaging. So, uh, we, we technically couldn't show you anything anyway, because not everything was final and rather than put some small print on there that says subject change. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we wanted to wait until everything was, was ready to go. And, um, I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sure that, that it is 110% final, but I know that you are extremely close to seeing how they'll be presented to you. Yeah. Cause I, I saw, was it a couple weeks ago? It looked like some stuff appeared on the time life website and then it just disappeared. Yeah, well, and and that's the unfortunate thing too is is there were certain uh, you know there were placeholders. Mm-hmm. It was one of those things where we're building this website. You know, Time Life does a lot of business online um, as well as uh, via their telephone number. So um, they needed material to put onto a website as you know, if for no other reason than a placeholder. Um, we need this masthead to go here. So give us a masthead. And we would give them assets or we would give them, you know, a masthead that was just sort of thrown together, um, you know, and it looks nice, but it's not necessarily done. Um, so when that information accidentally got out, it became like this big whirlwind of, you know, they put the box sets in the wrong order or, <laughs> um, or you know, such and such. Uh, I think I think there was maybe a turbo. Well, well, when they saw the masthead, they, they couldn't see this. But um, over the past few days, they, they've commented that, like, some of the cover art uh, is flipped a little bit. Like, the I think Turbo and uh, In Space, uh, like, patches were on the wrong arms and stuff like that. And, and, uh, and I'll tell you right now, uh, that is not the case on the box sets that everyone's going to be getting. Okay. Um, all of that has been taken care of. Um, I'm they, sorry to interrupt you, but... Um, for the Mighty Morphin, uh, the the first volume is Billy's neck still like ten feet tall. Poopy. It's the Amer. They're they're the American costumes. Um, right. But yeah. but I will say I will say there's a, a pretty simple explanation for that, and that's um, that's the photo that exists uh, yeah. versus <laughs> you know the, the the photo that doesn't. Um, so. <laughs> You know, a lot of these pictures are things that are pretty iconic. Um, if if Saban knows anything about Power Rangers, it's how iconic certain imagery is and certain themes and motifs. And and they certainly liked it. They, they are very much into cohesion over there. So um, it's actually something that we've uh, began to appreciate quite a bit. Um, they're very much into these collections feeling like they're married and when I say collections, I mean like this 40 disc set versus another 40 disc set coming on down the road or, you know, whatever, like, like whatever plans we've got, they want to make sure it all feels like it's part of something as opposed to slapdash, you know, right. uh, because if, if anything, when you put them next to one another on their shelves, they should feel like they're part of the same thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, but, but yeah, I mean, I, as far as the costumes go, yeah, I mean, you'll see photos with a little thicker 
next. <laughs> but that being yes. said, in the TV show, you'll see certain shots with people with yeah, of different course. X. So, yeah, you know, yeah. we're just remaining consistent. Yeah, of course. Continuity. <laughs> Continuity. Yes. Right. Yeah. The cardboard shield from Tommy. And, oh, you know. geez. That poor shield. So, so that's another thing that that gets into, you know, you know, some of the international dom- uh, masters and the domestic masters. How? Because I remember you mentioning on the board on Ranger board, um, you know, like after a certain point. Yeah, you. it was I think it was, um, you know, people were still bringing in or linking to like differences in, you know, yeah. what aired in the U.S. as opposed to, you know, international masters and stuff. Yeah, and at, at one point you just said like, "Yeah, so it's gonna be, take too long for me to, <laughs> to go through all the differences or go to the, to to ask for masters again." So, can you clarify? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, it's it's not so much that it's gonna take me too long to do it. It's that, um, you know, this is being released in August, and mm-hmm. it's now the beginning of June. Um, so at this point, these discs are pretty close to ready to go um in order to remain on that aforementioned schedule um with their deadlines we have to hit and um there were certain um kind of there were episodes that fans said were different from international versus um original domestic broadcast or whatever um i i will go on the record as saying um there are actually a couple of situations um, where those comparison videos are actually wrong. Um, and, and I say that, I actually say that because um, on Friday I had in my hands two uh, of the um, quote-unquote offending masters, uh, and these were the domestic broadcasts. Um, they had dates on them. They were actually not digibated. They were D2 broadcast masters. I mean, they were it was as close as you were going to get to the, the, the very tape they put in the machine uh, over at Fox Kids that day. Okay. Um, and actually, a couple of the places where they said that it was wrong, um, those places were the same. Um, and so I think it really kind of comes down to this is how we've been used to seeing everything. Okay. So this is how it must be. Uh, right. This is how the original must have been. Uh, and, and I'm not saying that, that people are always wrong, um, because certainly we actually found uh, a handful of the, the episodes that were pointed out and we made the change. That's the other beauty of going to a, f- a fan forum is I never even would have thought that there would have been a difference um, in a case like this. Typically, if I see a master this short, I'm, I'm thinking that there's a syndicated versus an original broadcast and I'm looking for something that's longer. But when I'm told straight up that the time is the correct time, um, I don't necessarily think that there's dialogue missing or, or whatever. Um, but we went, I mean, Saban, everybody over there is really awesome. Um, there wasn't a single question when I, when I asked for a new master or a revised, you know, whatever, believe it or not, Ranger board and Ranger crew are both, um, watched not watched like watchdog, but I mean, you know, <laughs> the, the Saban folks are actually very much aware of the fandom and they, they read the posts and, and, you know, occasionally they would call me up and be like, um, Hey, did you see what was posted today? Like, really? they've got yeah. questions about, they've got questions about this. And, and I'd be like, really? They, they do. And, and so then I would go the, to the forum and I would see, you know, the questions or whatever. And, and I would go back to them and I'd be like, 
oh, don't worry. They asked the same thing a couple of days ago, um, you know, and everything's taken care of, you know, you know, whatever. But but yeah, I mean, everybody's very much aware of the fandom and that's the beauty of the fandom and the fact that everybody can come together in one place. I wouldn't have known that there were differences between domestic and international had I not come to Ranger Board or mm-hmm. Ranger Crew. I mean, it's it's just, you know, a simple fact. That being said, we can't hold the street date um, because we have found or not found masters. And I, and I will say this, that because the masters have switched hands so many times, um, there are masters that don't seem to be readily available anymore. Um, we have fixed everything that, that looks like it could be fixed in that amount of time. Um, there are a couple of places where people will inevitably be like, oh man, that's the Netflix or that's the international master. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. actually, as it turns out, there are at least three occasions there, uh, on that website where they've got them flipped. Okay. Hmm. So like, which ones were, which were... Like, I mean, I guess examples of the masters that you, you just don't have access to anymore or off know. the top of my head. Um, I, I can't really remember. I mean, unfortunately we're, we're doing this. Uh, I'm currently at my house rather than in my office, but, um, but yeah, you know, if, if, uh, if I were there, I, I would be able to put my hands directly onto those digibetas and D twos and I'd read off the labels, but, but I remember a couple of them were, um, places with missing dialogue. Um, mm-hmm like missing red ranger dialogue or something. Um, and I'm like, wow, really interesting. Okay. This one isn't what they said it was. And this one is very clearly a domestic broadcast master. Um, so yeah, it's interesting. Um, you know, I guess my, my, my question really is which season. Oh, uh, uh, I think season one of them was in season. Uh, you know, I I honestly don't want to to say it because I don't want to say like one of them was season one, one of them was season two, um, without knowing for a fact which one it was. Okay, because mm. I mean I love Zio. And, yeah, I was um, going to say. I, yes. I, I, if you said Zio, I would just cry. I'd just be crying. Are we talking about like Zio beginning? Um, Zio all, all Zio. Just, just if you, if there were masters that were just missing, I'm just like, no. It's her oh, favorite God. season. It's my favorite season. I yes, I have, I have a prejudice right now. I just, I just want to know about Zio. <laughs> <laughs> well, and there are a couple of places where, um, you know, I, I will admit that there are a couple of places where I would look at video and I would kind of be like, really, you're, that's that's what's going to get picked, like. There are a few more cheers in the background of this one than there are in the other one. And I'm like, and that's, that's going to kill it for you? Like, that's... Right. <laughs> that's like, like, the whole debate about the whole the, today on Power Rangers, next time on Power Rangers. Yeah. Uh, that was a little, that was a little people, odd. People are really concerned about that. I get it. I mean, I get it to a... I certainly get it to a degree. I, I get that people want to see it how they remembered seeing it. Um, I, 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 and I, I can't possibly begrudge them for that. I want to see Star Wars the way I remember seeing Star Wars. Uh, you know, mm. that won't happen for me. But, uh, <laughs> oh. Oh. but you know, in the case of, um, uh, maybe now that George is gone. Um, yes. but, uh, <laughs> you know, money, money says there's a contract somewhere that says that that's not happening. But, um, you know, it, it's just one of those things where, um, 
in this particular case, well, when it comes to the today on and the tomorrow on, I think what a number of people know and they realize and they're, they're willing to acknowledge it is that um, you're talking about something that was basically meant to be an advertisement for, you know, don't flip the channel. And basically, yeah. and by the way, come back tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and, and we're going to show you stuff. Um, when you pop the DVD into your player, you're not flipping the channel and you're right. coming back for the next episode. Um, so, so it kind of serves, it's kind of an awkward purpose to have like um, today on and show you footage that you then watch. And then, and yeah, then, I never really understood that in the first place, to be honest. And, and then show you tomorrow on and show you footage that, that then the very next chapter is going to be today on and it's going to look exactly <laughs> like what you just watched. Yeah. And then you're going to see the episode and it's just going to go into that cycle. That I, also being said, um, with 10 episodes onto a DVD, if I take each one of those at running about a minute each um, and there are 10 of them, times two because you've got a today on a tomorrow on you're now looking at about 20 another you're looking at about the amount of time of another episode, episode. so that's 11 episodes now on the disc and yeah. it really plays with the timing and the bit rate so to make sure everything was the absolute best quality um available we didn't put them on that also being said a lot of people seem to think that these were all married to the masters that were you know, so so like essentially, uh, a lot of people sort of blame Saban for removing them on Netflix, or they're going to blame us for removing them on the DVD. The point of fact is actually these exist on a completely separate tape. Um, mm. These were never on the broadcast tapes. Okay. You know, this would be like the the case of like a commercial okay. where you know you flip okay. a switch, you see the today on, you flip another switch, and that broadcast master starts playing yeah i could be off but i s seem to remember that those things only really aired like the first and second or and second time those episodes originally aired they kind of disappeared pretty quickly after you saw them one time well it, and it would be it would be difficult to maintain it every single time if um if the show goes into syndication and you say at the end of the episode um tomorrow on power rangers and then the next day you don't see that episode mm -hmm. right um yeah. And also for broadcast, I mean, that's an extra minute that they could put advertising space in, you know, I mean, for other properties sure. that are, you know, fresh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think what really people were tied to, not necessarily the montage, who gives, who gives a crap, but the voice actor who, like the announcer, right? Because yeah. he, I mean, you know, he's, of course, he's gone on to do a whole bunch of other things, but that is such an iconic voice for people. Right. And so... I think, you know, I think they would, I think people wouldn't be so like, oh, I got to see the today and tomorrow on if in some capacity they still had that announcer, that, that voice actor, like mm. as part of the DVD somehow. You know what I'm saying? You know, right. like, I don't think it was because like, oh, we want to see a montage of what we're about to see in like 30 seconds. Yeah. I really don't think it's that. <laughs> mm -hmm. and, and, I, and I do get that a number of people were like, hey, um, you know, some of these today ons uh, or tomorrow on, uh, they they contain a shot that wasn't necessarily in the in the episode. episode. Um, and believe me, as 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 a sort of uh, as a nut myself for stuff like that, um, you, you know, to this day I'm I'm looking for as much footage as I can find of the infamous Indiana Jones bullwhip fight um, in Raiders. 
And yet, you know, it, so if you showed me it today on and it's got some Indiana Jones footage of, <laughs> of a bullwhip fight, I want to see it, you know. Um, so, you know, I, it, it's that sort of, I get it. Um, unfortunately, the logistics of putting that many episodes and wanting to make sure that the episodes themselves were as good as they could possibly be uh, without having to compromise just to get, you know, right. today on and tomorrow on. Um, and, and some of the today's on and the tomorrow's on, you know, we couldn't find anymore. Um, you know, they're just sort of lost at the moment. So it's rather than have some of them have them and others not, and then play with bit rates and do all that. We made the, the conscious choice to not include them. What were some of the other compromises that you had to make to say, oh, wow. Okay. We really can't add this on the DVDs. Uh, we've not really made any other compromise. Well, in, in terms of what, I mean, do, are you thinking of something specific that you, um, in ter- like, I guess, um, you know, I, like- I, I will go so far as to say this, um, rather than a compromise, it's actually been, uh, sort of a blessing in some cases where, um, you know, originally this was going to be a 39 disc box set. And we were suddenly given such a great amount of bonus material, archival bonus material, that it was more than I could actually fit onto one DVD and still produce stuff. So um, we created two uh, bonus discs for one volume and another bonus disc for another volume. And now we've got three bonus discs total where we originally only had two. Um, (laughs) <laughs> so rather than a rather than a compromise going against Power Rangers fans, we actually compromised in favor of adding a DVD for additional material. You are a good salesman, my friend. <laughs> I'm like, I work in retail, and I'm like, mm, that's <laughs> bravo, bravo. All I, all I care about is I have my outtakes from season three onwards. I love my like, outtakes. Yes, bloopers. Like I mean, like I full screen bloopers. Not the little squish, little you know, two thirds or whatever. I mean, am I going to see my bloopers? Am I going to see my full screen? Like you know, come on, Brian. <laughs> You'll see them as they originally aired. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, I know when, when I watched them, sometimes they would be like, "Oh, the bloopers are starting. Let's push it in the corner and tell you about." Today's episode of Eek the Cat. Yes, Eek the Cat. I will, yes. I will say you won't hear any voiceovers for Eek the Cat. Um, and, and, and nothing will suddenly be uh, squished in the corner telling you about tomorrow's episode. Uh, it, it, uh, you know, th- those particular cases are, are you know, in, in pretty good shape. Um, I will say that we went looking for bloopers. Um, and unfortunately, those tapes, some of those tapes, I, you know, I don't think they exist anymore. Um, and, and I think that that's, un- you know... I don't think it's necessarily, you know, it's not like, oh, they got lost um, at Saban or, or whatever. Again, I think it's one of the, the unfortunate natures of the beast where these tapes switch hands and then somehow or another, you know, Disney sent that off to someone else to do something with and never got it back. And then when they sold the show back to, to Saban, they didn't think to get that tape back. And then they, you know, it's, it's that sort of thing. Um, some stuff. Now that being said, again, we're talking about only a fraction of the complete series. So 
if that if there's ever something that I can find um, that is maybe not necessarily pertaining to the series I'm currently working on, but is still something that would make an amazing bonus feature, mm-hmm. um, you'd better believe that I'm going to include it because I want you guys to have everything. That, that's what I want to hear. That's exactly what Good I want to hear. Exactly. <laughs> I guess as we're rounding off, you know, what's, what do you, I mean, we mentioned earlier that you guys had the idea of like, we want to give them big chunks, but like what, what right now after the finalization, what is the next thing that you're going to be working on in terms of Power Rangers? What's going to be the exact next thing when these things are finalized, fully, completely done? Uh, we have no plans. Um, I mean, right now, to be perfectly honest, um, on top of Power Rangers, I'm also working on like 13 or 14 other projects. Um, so my my plate at the moment is um, overflowing. Okay. Um, we've got the rest of the year scheduled and planned out. Uh, I think right now we're going to sort of bask in the glow that is Power Rangers. <laughs> um, and that being said, also uh, Ninja Turtles, The Next Mutation, and you know VR troopers and you oh, know yes. oh, yes. boards. That was yes. You know? That was Jared's question. Yes. Continue. Yeah. I mean, I I think uh, you know we 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 did acquire each of those series, and we're going to um, you know I can't necessarily say when because I, I don't know that we necessarily know, but but you know we didn't acquire them just to put them on the shelf. Um, mm. Well, I guess we did. We we want to put them on the store shelf. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, uh, you know, and 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 your as fans shelves. So, um, yes, we're definitely going to dive into those. And uh, you know, I know we announced Ninja Turtles, and I know that the cover out the cover art was just uh, released the other day on TV shows on DVD dot com. So that's certainly in the works, um, and it's it's on the way. Um, so we're definitely not putting Saban to bed after these Power Ranger sets. Um, we're just switching gears and then, um, really that's just giving the engine a little time to cool down before we, um, put our foot on the pedal and go right into the next series of Power Rangers stuff. I guess to finalize everything, um, cause you mentioned before that you became a fan. <laughs> I can't imagine you watching every episode and not being like totally sick of it. So what exactly... <laughs> <laughs> what exactly was the turning point for you that made you become a fan? Um, you know, it's funny. I don't necessarily remember a, a turning point. Um, I I remember um I do remember there was a point in time when uh because at first, you know, since I'm the one responsible for putting all the episodes onto a single DVD, um Obviously, when I started watching them, they were all on separate DVDs, and I was watching them, you know, one episode at a time, and then I would have to get up and and put in a new DVD. And I do remember it was somewhere toward the middle of season one that I actually exhaled a sigh of frustration when I realized I had to get up to put another disc in. Um you know, it was it was somewhere in the middle of that season that I was suddenly like, I want another episode to just go ahead and start playing okay. as opposed to, um, you know, and it wasn't because I was tired of getting up off the couch or out of my chair at the office or whatever. It was because I didn't want the time in between 
you know, even though it was like a minute in between, I didn't want the time in between before going on to the next episode. I immediately wanted to watch um, the next episode. And, uh, and I would be remiss if I didn't go ahead and jump on the bandwagon and say that, uh, you know, when Tommy comes on board, uh, the show becomes an entirely different beast. Um, Smart man. You know, when, 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 the green, when the Green Ranger is introduced, that show takes a turn that's really unlike anything that you thought you were going to be seeing in this kid's show. Very smart man. Is that the standard Power Ranger fan? There? I can't stand with Tommy. Yeah, it is. It, it is. Not me. Not me. Not, not these other two. I wasn't quite a huge. I like the suit. Hey, you know. <laughs> I, I, I won't lie to you, though. Dragon. I won't lie to you, though. I prefer the White Ranger suit. Uh, hmm. I just think the White Ranger suit. Uh, I think the helmet is considerably it, cooler. Nice. What? I mean, when you see that straight visor go across, and then the lack of a mouth, and the you know, to me yes. that's. Uh, and then the and then the 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 eyes up above, uh, you know, surrounded by gold. You know, I I don't think you got a cooler helmet than that one, but. Um, the Black Ranger helmet was pretty sweet too. I've I've always been anti mouth. I hate the mouth. <laughs> I'm not so much anti mouth. Um, the the mouths are interesting. It, it's it's just sort of an interesting design concept. But um, but it certainly brings it. It gives you more of a human feel to it. I mean, you you certainly do feel like you're you're much more excited about rooting them on, um, being able to see something of a face. Mm-hmm. But when you're surrounded by four people who have faces and then or five people who have faces and then one that's just there looking ugh, just awesome. <laughs> and the black, you know, the black mantle versus the gold uh, to me was pretty was pretty sweet. That gold emblem there in the, in the center. Mm. See, now I'm just nerding out. You should see the rest of his teammate in Japan, teammates in Japan. They look just as cool as he does. They were, he was taken from a different season, so. Yeah, I've seen some of the footage from that, and, uh, you know, it was pretty cool. Although, I, I will say that uh, I really like the idea of of incorporating him with this one. Yeah, I mean, for real, me too. Cause... Because he's different. He's he's not one of the original five, and, and, uh, and there's something to be said about a ranger um, that is sort of given the ability to become the ultimate ranger. I mean... Uh, what was it when they when they gave him the White Ranger abilities? It was sort of like, well, n- nothing will be able to take his power away. Uh, you know, he's going to be the strongest. He's going to be. He's clearly going to be the new leader. Uh, and the fact that Jason is willing to let that go is, you know, says a lot about you know him as a character as well. But but there's just something that's kind of like, all right, boys and girls, follow me. <laughs> <laughs> You know, as opposed to the Green Ranger, who was bad, but still awesome, and then good, but then never hanging. You know, he was never around. He would, they would sort of come back to him and be like, "Come, come help us." Basically. And then he would. Uh, you know, there's something about the White Ranger sort of suddenly, suddenly realizing who he is and who he's going to be and who he's supposed to be, and he's like, "No, no, I'm here for good now. Follow hmm. me." You know what? You need to you need to school Jeremy and Tristan because this is why I keep trying to tell them, but they just don't see the light. 
And I'm telling you right now, bump. I'll take a I'll take a sword with a with a lion head, or you know, uh, tiger, a tiger, white tiger head, um, over a uh, over a, a dagger, any any day of the week. I can oh. agree with that at least. A fife dagger. <laughs> yes, his little 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 flute dagger. Ooh, look, look at a flute. I'm so cool. How, how he blows into it, how he blows into it through the plastic mouth. I do not know. <laughs> It is mm-hmm. it is power beyond uh, our own imaginations. Even magic, so, love it. Besides, he's just redundant. The Yellow Ranger already has daggers. <laughs> don't. Yeah, her daggers, hello. They're... Don't call on a huge sword. Yeah, they exactly. don't make they don't they don't make beautiful, sweet, sweet music. <laughs> right. Quote that. Put that. Put that on the DVD. Uh, uh, not make not beautiful, to... sweet, sweet music. Brian Ward. Not to burst your bubble, but it's already back a box copy on this one. Uh, you know, oh, I, I, okay. I went ahead and put its beautiful, sweet, sweet music. Extra on large the, font. On the back of the box. That's right. That's right. I'm going to have you sign it. That's a good one. Well, oh my goodness. Well, thank you so much, Brian, for joining us. Get a lot of oh, insights. And, um, you know, and of course, don't be a stranger because once they come out, I mean, you know, I'm going to have to be like, look, Brian. Look, when, when, when it comes out, when it comes out, I'm I'm willing to talk about anything and everything. Um, you know, there are certainly certain things that I'm not really allowed to say right now, um, and uh, and I hope people understand. Um, I, I hope that this is a little bit more of a bone than they've been thrown over the past few weeks. I know people have sort of been frustrated by the lack of information, but um, but it's all been for a good cause. Yeah, they're passionate. Mm-hmm. And and by the way, we'll we'll be happy to see people at Power Morphicon. Oh, you will oh, be there. We're gonna be there. Well, we'll at least be in the room. You know, it, <laughs> yeah. it'll be. Nice. It'll be it, you know, I I mean, we're not we're not uh, necessarily. I'm not an, I'm not announcing anything right now. But I I will say that you know I live in Los Angeles, so there's no way that I wouldn't be Either. going to this. Uh, okay. You know, and and I think you'll find a few other people from shout there as well um we definitely want to meet people and we definitely want uh to get opinions and and you know and that's good and bad okay all right all right don't well, hold back don't hold back no, perfect no, research. no we you know we gonna be meeting up you know that just let you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, thank i'm you here for you. that <laughs> well thank you again thank, thank you, you. Thank i appreciate you. it thanks